1: 614- 7600670, or you can always visit us online at safeharboroh.com. And while you're on our website, feel free to click on the radio page, check out some past shows, and subscribe to our program on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And please don't hesitate to reach out to me if you have any questions, or even if you want to set up a face to face meeting or even a Zoom call. Now, when, when we need a new car or even something less expensive like a TV or a pair of shoes, you know we, sh- we, we do shop around. You know the internet makes it a lot easier today because we want to you know to get what we need at the best possible price. It's certainly frustrating to purchase that TV you've been you know wanting on a Friday, only to discover on Sunday that it's on sale for $200 less than you paid. But with some things, like healthcare care, it's not easy or even possible to save money, right? The price is the price, and we just have to deal with it. Well, it turns out that with a little research and hard work, you may be able to find the health care you need and want while keeping more money than you might have expected tucked away in your wallet. But before we kind of kick around some ideas for saving money on health care, let me introduce to you my
0: co-host this week and every week, and that's Tony Shore. Tony, how are you today? Oh, I'm doing great, Corey. Thanks for asking, and thanks for having me on the show. I I love this topic. I mean, I can't wait to hear some ideas on how we can save money on healthcare because it's outrageously expensive. I, I mean, healthcare is crazy, crazy expensive. Um, but yeah, I've been good. Um, just had a crazy busy weekend. I worked. I did go see a concert, uh, first concert since uh, COVID, and they had a big outdoor festival with uh, Cheap Trick 38 Special and sticks and so my wife I got free tickets so my wife and I went uh a buddy of mine got me some tickets and uh who who works in the business and uh, it was a great show uh nice to see an outdoor show the weather was nice so that was fun how about you you just got back uh from a vacation didn't you
1: I did just got back from Wrightsville Beach North Carolina um nice good to get away kind of get re-energized because uh you know, I'm looking at my schedule this week, and it's pretty pretty jam packed. So, um, yeah, you know, it's yeah. hard to believe. You know, we're already middle of July. Summer's already seems like it's going to be coming to an end. August is going to be here before we even know it. So, uh, I know. it's it's kind of hard to believe. It's and it's kind of nice. We're kind of getting back, you know, to uh, pre-COVID stuff. You know, you went to a concert. Yeah. High Estate announced that you know they're going to they should have a full house. You know, and tailgating. You know for all the football games this year so uh things are starting to get back to normal even though we got that delta virus kind of going around kind of maybe scaring some people but um you know things are getting back to normal and you know i'm just looking
0: forward to you know meeting with uh you know some some new prospects as well yeah yeah and i know we always encourage our listeners to reach out to you Corey. i know you love talking with folks and answering any questions they have about what we talk about and today's topic is a great one. I mean, you know, when we buy things like the latest gadget or we go buy new clothes, you know, we can always come up with a plan to get a better price or a coupon or, you know, look on the internet for a discount. Uh, But with healthcare, it's not like insurance companies are putting inserts into the Sunday paper with coupons or uh, health insurance right. companies don't have don't have Groupons, right? right. So uh, I think we're all going to be listening closely to what you have to say today, Corey. Well, you know, let's kind of get going with it today, Tony. You
1: know, I chose uh, today's topic after coming across an, an interesting article from Clippinger, um, and it's 20 ways to save on health care that I think will be an excellent resource uh, to use for today's show. Now, as the article notes, Even if your employer picks up a sizable chunk of your healthcare cost, you're you're still probably forking out thousands of dollars every year. In fact, according to a Kaiser Family Foundation, workers who have employer-provided health coverage still pay an average of a little over $1,200 a year for single coverage premiums. And for those with family, that number jumps all the way to about $5,500. Now, as for deductibles, the average for single coverage is about sixteen hundred dollars. And for family coverage, it's often more than two thousand dollars. Now, one simple way to keep your health care cost under control is to make sure, you know, you stay in your plans network. You know, if you have a preferred, you know, provider organization or what they call a PPO plan, you know, you may get a certain degree of out of, you know, network coverage. But if you're part of a health maintenance organization, more commonly known or referred to as an HMO, you know, you may open the mailbox one day to find a bill for out of network coverage that's so large you can hardly carry it, you know, into the house. So
0: things can can really get expensive if you go out of network. All right. And as I understand it, there are some uh, changes maybe to the situation that might help folks as far as, uh, you know, out of network coverage. Isn't that right? Yeah. You know, Tony, there are. You know, though the size and scope of of the relief
1: certainly remains to be seen, beginning in 2022, federal law will dictate that insurers must provide in-network rates on, uh, you know, uh, in network rates on quotes surprise medical bills when a patient unknowingly receives emergency care from a provider that's outside of their network. And don't forget that you may receive one of those unpleasant surprise bills if you visit an in network healthcare facility, but meet with an out of network healthcare professional, you know, uh, like, like a doctor, for example.
0: Yeah. And actually that's happened to me, Corey, where at the hospital I always go to, which is in my plan. In fact, it's run by the company, uh, that my plan is, is sponsored through, uh, and all their, you know, facilities are supposed to be covered, but I got billed in the for out of network. And they said, well, the doctor that looked at you there wasn't in the network. And I'm like, Yeah, that's not a surprise. That's a good old-fashioned kick in the teeth right there. Yeah, right. And I'm right there. You know, I totally agree with you on that as well. Now,
1: if you find yourself in the middle of that scenario that you just described, Tony, you know, you can appeal those charges directly with your insurance company. Now, bear in mind that several states have their own laws that are designed to guard against unexpected medical bills. So it may be very wise to, you know, Uh, it might be a very wise play for you to
0: find out how your home state spells things out as well. Yeah. Well, and I imagine another potential way to provide yourself with increased protection against surprise healthcare costs is to work with somebody, someone like yourself, Corey, and your team there, financial services professionals who have the experience and insights you need to build that overall healthcare strategy and make sure it fits into your overall financial plan and retirement goals, right? Absolutely, Tony. Um, Also, the next way to save more money on
1: health care expenses is to make sure that you're taking advantage of your plan's preventative care services. Yeah, preventative care services often, you know, include things like uh, immunizations. Um, You know, recently I just had to also get my uh, shingle shot. I know that was definitely covered. You know, I'm over 50, and that's one of the things you have to do. Sure. You can also screen for depression, blood pressure, cholesterol diabetes. Additionally, if you have certain risk factors, you know, services like mammograms are often covered as well. Now, even some high deductible plans cover healthcare for chronic conditions like insulin for diabetes, um, Stratens for heart disease before you've, you even know, have reached your deductible as well. So I encourage our listeners to visit healthcare.gov and search for preventative care benefits to research some of the things that typically fall under preventative care services. On the site, you'll, you'll, you'll see very comprehensive list of preventative care services broken down for adults, women, as well as children. And finally, you should note that preventative services may only come at no cost to you when they're provided by a doctor, a healthcare professional that's in your network. And that's always a key is to make sure you're staying within your network. And one of the things that we also do for our clients too, Tony, especially if you, you know, if you've reached the age of 65 and you're on Medicare is if we definitely, uh, you know, we, we do have Medicare specialists to make sure that you understand the, uh, Really, what you have from a healthcare perspective, and where you should go and shouldn't go, as well.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, and let's give that website one more time, Corey. It's healthcare.gov. That's healthcare.gov, and then you can search for preventative care benefits. And you know, preventative care might—it's not only going to save you some money; it might also prevent or slow down some of those medical conditions that can negatively affect your physical and social activities, and those are the things that can make retirement so much fun. So you do want to prevent that. Do you have anything else for us before we take a quick break here?
1: Yeah. You know, for our listeners out there today, always feel free to visit our website at safeharboroh.com or always feel free to give us a call at 614-760-0670. When you do call in, we can discuss on how I'll be able to answer any questions or address any concerns, you know, about your path towards retirement. You know, it's our goal to help you prepare for the retirement you've worked so hard for. And of course, we focus on the financial side. Side, but you know, we're also here to kind of guide you down the healthcare side as well. Again, all you need to do is give us a call at 614-760-0670. This up a complimentary no obligation meeting with me. We can discuss your unique situation and put a solution in place for you.
0: All right. Thanks, Corey. That sounds great. And listeners, we're going to be right back with more conversation about how you can save a few bucks on healthcare here on Financially Fit Radio with our host. Corey Sickles. The prospect of retirement can be exciting and scary at the same time. At Safe Harbor Retirement Group, we have found that many people either approaching or currently in retirement fail to truly maximize some of the benefits offered to them, primarily Social Security. What is it? How does it work? It's not simply a benefit that you start receiving at age 62. Because these decisions are so important, our firm has assembled an informational packet on Social Security. If you would like a complimentary copy of Social Security, security Maximization, please call our office today at 614-760-0670. Or visit us online at SafeHarboroh.com. Welcome back to Financially Fit Radio. My name is Corey
1: Sickles from Safe Harbor Retirement Group and Wealth Advisors. Now, if you'd like more information about what you hear during the show, just give us a call at 614 614- Seven six zero zero six seven zero, or feel free to visit us online at safeharboroh.com. And while you're on our website, click on that radio page. You can check out some past shows and subscribe to our show on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Also, feel free to visit our YouTube page. Just type in Safe Harbor Retirement Group, and you can watch some different types of uh, videos on financial topics. Now, during today's show, we've really been discussing some of the ways you may be able to save money on your health care while also ensuring that you keep all of the services that you do need.
0: Well, that sounds great, Corey, and it's been a great show so far. What do you have for us next? Well, you know, again,
1: Tony, we're using that Clippinger uh, article, 20 Ways to Save on Health Care. And really, the next thing it talks about is utilizing telehealth services may be a great way to save money on health care. You know... Though, you know, through the use of telehealth, you know, services skyrocketed during COVID-19, you know, and it's been gaining, you know, popularity for years. So if your insurance provider provides or, you know, if your insurance provider partners with a telehealth service, you know, using it to speak to professionally be, you know, may in some cases cost you less than, of course, an an in-office visit, so you'll want to check the fine print on this one, though, because for some folks, meeting with their usual healthcare professionals virtually costs the same as heading into the office, and you just need to make sure you understand that.
0: Yeah, for sure, and you know, my wife and I have used that. Uh, there's there's services like Virtuel, and uh, we've done that, especially during COVID, and it's worked pretty well. Uh, some of our listeners might think, hey, a virtual medical appointment would be cumbersome because of the technology behind it. But the reality is it's pretty user-friendly. You know, and
1: I think you're you know, absolutely right on that one, Tony, um, especially with everyone over the last year becoming more familiar with Zoom and the other technologies out there. But virtual meeting technologies, you know, and, and and they also have really come a long way, you know, in just the last few years. But another way to save a few bucks on your health care is to make your appointments um, after you've hit your deductible. Just make sure you schedule them before the plan year ends so that your deductible doesn't you know, just start over.
0: Yeah, exactly. I, I want to add, it works well, except for the time I forgot to consider that my deductible started over at the end of the plan year, and I was frustrated because uh, then uh, you end up paying for it. So if you've met your deductible and your plan year hasn't ended, that's a great time to get something done or see the doctor. Yeah, I mean, I think we've all kind of lived
1: and learned with that, uh, Tony. You yeah. find out, you know, that usually only happens once, and then you're, <laughs> you, then you, you make sure it doesn't happen again. Yeah, exactly. Now, on some previous shows, you know, we've chatted often about the importance of ensuring that you're taking advantage of employer matches when it comes to your 401k. You know, it's much the same with your health care. You know, if your employer kicks in money to your health savings account or a flexible spending account, you don't want to miss out on it. Again, you're just giving up free money. But be aware that some employers only match your contribution or require participation in a wellness program in order to receive that money. Additionally, many companies and organizations provide complimentary access to programs designed to help you lose weight or even stop smoking. So some companies incentivize these programs with breaks on your monthly premiums as well. And again, you just need to make sure you understand your particular situation um, or y- your particular rules, you know, with the healthcare provider and the company you're with.
0: Right, I- exactly. And so, uh, you know, I think it works pretty well. And if, if you're a smoker and your company offers free access to a program to help you quit, you probably get a premium break for participating as well. That's a win-win. Exactly. Definitely is, Tony. Now,
1: I mentioned a health savings account a moment ago, but let's go into that a little bit more detail. Now, more commonly, they're referred to as HSAs, and health savings accounts are potentially an excellent way to save money on your health care. You know, if you have a high deductible plan in 2021, you can contribute $3,600 if you have self-coverage and $7,200 if you have a family plan. Now, also note that if you're 55 or older, you can contribute an additional $1,000 in catch-up contributions. Now, HSAs are funded with pre-tax dollars and the money grows tax-deferred, but you may then withdraw the money as needed for numerous eligible medical expenses, um, but it's a great way to be able to save, you know, for, for
0: healthcare in the future. Right. So that's HSAs. And I know that's really popular right now. Uh, Now, what can you tell us about flexible spending accounts or flex accounts? If you have access to a flexible spending account or FSA through your employer, you can
1: currently contribute up to $2,750 in pre-tax dollars, and you can then withdraw the money tax-free for certain medical expenses. Now, one note here, some people use ffa or fsa funds for child or elderly care and those limits are different but if you're using fsa funds for medical expenses that limit is two thousand seven hundred fifty dollars. now ultimately you can withdraw hsa and fsa money tax free to cover deductibles co-pays or even coinsurance furthermore you know, money from these accounts can be used on things like eyeglasses, medical monitoring equipment, testing devices, um, and thanks to a rule that was implemented in 2020, you can also use those accounts to cover over-the-counter medications as well, like pain relievers, cough syrup, um, you know, anything like that.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's that's really good. And I want to make another important note uh, the difference between an HSA and an FSA, Uh, that I've found and that is in most cases uh, the FSA you lose the money that you don't use if you put money into it you need to use it up that year or during that uh, period that enrollment period uh, uh, plan period whereas an HSA that continues on and FSA some companies let you roll it over but if you leave the company you lose whatever's in there HSAs, that's yours always for all time. And you won't lose it if you leave the company or the plan you're in. So uh, I think that's an important note. But both of those are great tools to use. My wife and I have used them both. And, you know, your healthcare strategy is a huge part of your financial and retirement strategy. And so I would urge anyone who isn't doing so already to give you a call, Corey, and work with you. You need to be working with a financial services professional who can look at your current health care coverage to help you to determine how well it's going to fit into your broader financial strategy. Yeah, Tony, I mean, I couldn't really,
1: I really, you know, can't agree more with you, you know, on that one. Um, and speaking of retirement, you know, our listeners should note that HSA funds don't expire, which makes it a great tool to sock away money for medical expenses that occur, you know, after you have stopped working. Now, Medicare Parts B and D premiums as well as Medicare Advantage premiums are HSA eligible as are long-term care and insurance premiums up to a certain limit. Home improvement projects designed to help address medical conditions like widening doorways or putting support bars in the shower are also, you know, HSA eligible as well. So HSAs have a lot of detail um, so, you know, if the whole thing sounds a little overwhelming, you know, don't hesitate, you know, to, to follow our suggestion and get together, you know, with someone like me who will be able to, you know, offer you some value, you know, a valuable, um,
0: information or even a, a second opinion on your, on your healthcare strategies. Yeah. Yeah. And I know you have uh, a Medicare specialists, uh, that work with your clients and, and can help, uh, our listeners out there as well. Uh, they just need to call you and set up that appointment. Now, let's keep rolling uh, due to time. I mean, we're looking at some of the ways that our listeners out there can provide themselves with the necessary health care and maybe also save some money in the process. What do you have for us next?
1: Well, next, uh, I kind of want to talk about deducting medical expenses as another way to get the health care you need without blowing up your finances. So if you itemize deductions when you do your taxes, you know, you are allowed to deduct qualified medical and dental expenses that your insurance doesn't cover that are basically greater than 7.5% of your adjusted gross income. So prescriptions and payments to medical providers are examples
0: of allowable deductions. Wow. Well, anything that can help you save money on prescriptions is a welcome relief as well and minimize that tax burden. Exactly right, Tony. And another thing you might want to look at is switching
1: You know, to generics is another great way to save money on your medications you need as well. So ask your doctor to prescribe you the generic version of a medication or even ask the pharmacist to do the same as well. As the article notes, you know, generics can cost as much as 85% less than a brand name version. So if a generic version isn't available, ask your doctor whether there's something similar um, that may be able to treat your condition just as effectively. You know, some insurers also cover generics at better rates. And finally, websites like uh, GoodRx.com may have coupons that would
0: save you money as well. Yeah, yeah, we've used GoodRx.com. It works great. And it's always uh, good to know there are ways to save money on the medications that we really need that are going to be essential for our health. And that's for sure, Tony. You know,
1: in fact, here's another way to potentially save money on prescriptions. Order 90-day supplies rather than 30-day supplies. For example, um, without insurance, Walmart charges $4 for a 30-day supply while charging $10 for a 90-day supply. Also, mail-order medications, which generally come in 90-day supplies, are generally also a money saver as well that, of course, all of our listeners can check out.
0: Wow, that's great. Well, you've gone over quite a few ways we can save on health care, but we're out of time for today's show. Do you have anything else you want to add before we go today? Yeah, Tony, I know
1: we discussed a lot here uh, n- During the show today, but you know, if you'd like more information about what we've discussed, I'd encourage you to visit our website at safeharboroh.com or give us a call at 614-760-0670 and we can discuss on how I'll be able to answer any questions or concerns that you have. You know, it's our goal at Safe Harbor to help you prepare for the retirement you've worked so hard for. And the best way to do that is take advantage of the complimentary no-obligation meeting with me. And again, we can meet face-to-face, or we can even do a a Zoom call as well. You know, I'm really here to help guide you down the path towards retirement, not only from a financial standpoint, but we can also help from the healthcare perspective as well.
0: All right, sounds great. And that does it for today's episode of Financially Fit Radio with our host, Corey Sickles. Join us again soon for another episode of Financially Fit Radio. Take care, and we'll chat again soon. Thank you for listening to Financially Fit Radio. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, contact Corey Sickles at Safe Harbor Retirement Group. Call 614 760 0670